justice, peace, the bond. Listener discretion is advised. We're going to do something old in this motherfucker today, man. The original beat. This is a Justice and the Peace podcast production, you motherfuckers. Parker, JV, give me that V, man. Took a whole week and a day off. Week and a day off, and I'm back. Today's date is Wednesday, November 2nd. The time now is 8.14. And I'm back, motherfuckers. So fresh, so motherfucking clean. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. I hope everyone is well. I hope this podcast finds you in a good motherfucking place. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. You have been warned. I do use foul language and I have a potty mouth. If you stick around long enough, you shall be able to decipher the difference. There's been a lot going on. A lot going on. Let me turn that down in the background for you. There's been a lot going on since the last time that I recorded. I stopped smoking cigarettes. Kinda. (laughs) I stopped smoking most tobacco products. But, uh, you know, I still, uh, Mary Jane, yes, as blunts. Uh, can't you hear the emphysema? (laughs) <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid, yes, 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 I am back, 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 never went anywhere, just been sitting in the shadows, observing the shit that's going on in the world, and there's always something going on in the world that's to be observed, I mean, Halloween was a fucking doozy, it was completely crazy, For me, I hope everyone had a safe and a a candy gathering experience as as one would hope they they would they would have. Grandson, my my guy. What what's going on? Yes, this is what I'm doing. Um I actually took my grandson trick or treating this year for the first time. I, I don't remember if we took him last year. My memory is fucked up. Um, That's part of the reason why I record this shit. But yeah, I took my grandson trick-or-treating this year in a very well-to-do neighborhood. Let's just say that. The neighborhood is very affluent with funding to be, uh, uh, to be, to be general about it, to be just, just shed a, a, a little bit of light on the area. I didn't go trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. Shit. Fuck that. I got a security system in my neighborhood. So that should tell you what the fuck is. They probably got security systems where I went trick-or-treating too. Shit, everybody got security systems nowadays. They're cheap. Anyway, we didn't trick-or-treat in my hood. We went trick-or-treating in a better neighborhood. And, you know, it is a beautiful thing when you go to another neighborhood. Uh, uh, at least if you grew up in the era without cell phones like I did, you have imagination. You can imagine what a nice house might look like on the interior, but nowadays you definitely know what the fuck everybody's house 
looks like because they all go live and everybody wants to brag about, everyone's so braggadocious about how they're living uh, in air, air parentheses, but not living in real life. Anyway, I digress. I was out in this wonderful neighborhood and I was just taking my kids and my grandson trick-or-treating and I was trying to wear his little motherfucking legs out. It, it did not work. So that is not a that's not what 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 the story is about. But I was out there trick or treating, and this is a clear indicator that I know I'm getting older. Who has seen the movie Scream? And I'm pretty sure everyone has seen the movie Scream by now. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to ruin the whole movie for you. It's about a serial killer dressed up in this crazy ghost fucking mask, right? And I mean, the mask isn't about someone fucking a ghost. But it's a it's a ghost face mask. So this guy, he's, he, he's running around killing people in the movie, right? So I'm taking my kids trick-or-treating, and I look up, and there's a little, I don't know if he's a kid or a young man or what, but I know it's a boy by the way that this kid was walking. I'm like, that's a little boy. I don't see a trick-or-treat bag. Nowhere on this motherfucker, but... He does have a shiny-ass knife in his hand. And in and, and the mask, it obstructs his eyes. So I can't see inside of the fucking mask to where his eyeballs are looking at. I don't know if he's looking at me. I don't know if he's looking at the motherfucking kids that I'm with. I don't know if he's looking at the people that are behind me. I don't know what this motherfucker's looking at. But he's walking straight ahead of me. He's walking straight towards me. And then he turns off and he veers right. To the house that's two houses up from where we're at. So I'm watching this motherfucker and I'm like, huh, that little kid sure does have a weird disposition and a weird uh, uh, way that he addresses Halloween because he doesn't have a bag, but he sure does have something quite shiny that looks like a fucking knife. And he walks up to this house through the driveway up right to the walkway that leads to the front door and he stops right where the window panes or at the living room. He stops right there. And like I told you, he has this mask on that's iconically known for murdering motherfuckers. Now, this lady, she's in her front room or in the kitchen area. You can see into this lady's house. Of course, she's white. You can see into this lady's house. Blinds wide open. I can see from the front of the motherfucking house into her backyard. If she had dogs, I could have told you what kind of dogs they were. She turned around and went, oh, my God, you almost scared me, you little sucker. Come on and get you some candy. I couldn't help the nigga in me come out and say, that little motherfucker wouldn't have got shit fucking with me. Not a month. This nigga wouldn't have got no Reese's Pieces. He wouldn't have got no crunches. He wouldn't have got no Rolos. This nigga wouldn't have got no snack packs. This nigga wouldn't have got shit fucking with me. Not a motherfucking thing. Not a motherfucking thing. Would have scared the shit out of me. And anybody knows that I think, I, I just believe this thing, the three things happen if someone scares you to death. First you piss, then you shit, and then you die. So all three of those things would have happened to me at the same fucking time had I turned around and seen this little motherfucker with a knife standing at my motherfucking living room window panes.
But she gingerly opened the door and gave him some candy. And, and I said, where the fuck is this bag at? He opened up the little scream cloth. I don't know what the fuck you call it, a shroud. He opened up the scream shroud, and, and there was a bag in there. And he walked right past me. I was like, wow, that little kid, he's got, he's got guts. He sure does. And then he, like, uh, uh, he, went to, he went to fucking uh, uh, look at his phone and the shroud thing that was covering his arm. It, it fell back, and I saw that he was a brother, and I was just like, my nigga. <laughs> my motherfucking nigga. I know. I'm an idiot. And I'm such an idiot that I did not properly start off this podcast. First and foremost, I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you. Every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. But yes, Halloween was interesting. It was quite interesting for my local family. You know, uh, uh, Halloween is devil's night. And, and a lot of stupid shit has been done over millennia when Halloween comes around. And I had some, some ghost stories that I was going to tell about uh, uh, 7024, maybe even... 2213, and those are both locations that I lived at and grew up um, at at one time or another in my life that I do believe are probably haunted until this day. If I ever get enough money, I will go back to that place and ask whoever does inhabit those houses, will they mind sitting down with me and giving me a few minutes of their time to tell me about their experiences in that house if they've had any, would they be willing to talk to me about it? Also, since I um, have not been recording, we all know that are right here in this present time that one of the Migos did not pass away. One of the Migos was murdered. I do not, I, I, I do not like this terminology that has become so regularly thrown around about people passing away. You pass away from natural causes, from things that happen internally in your body. But when things um, hit your body like projectiles or, or you get smashed up, you get smashed up in the car or something like that, that's an accident. But if a projectile that is propelled through a, a device, uh, uh, if it penetrates your fucking skin and you just so happen to die, that is called murder. So he did not pass away. He was murdered. These um, uh, 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 insensitive motherfuckers are already, it, it hasn't been 48, 72 hours. They're already showing videos of how this young man passed. He was only 28 years old. Probably um, will go down as a legend now because the Migos are like one of the big first super groups that, that, that existed with the internet like a black supergroup so this guy will definitely be immortalized for forever and probably deservingly so um it is not going to be easy for a lot of people to digest what I'm going to say next but he will not be the last artist this year that will die and he will not be the last artist of this this wave of who was big that, that was big in this wave, I should say, that will die. 
more people will die until the messaging will be corrected and an overcorrection will come and then the dust will settle and we'll find some sort of ground to actually be able to 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 get back to what rap music was intentionally made for it wasn't made for slaughter and complete um um opposition amongst people it was more of music being made to open up the eyes of individuals who were not in our situation it wasn't to be braggadocious about just hurting each other but it was a reminder that hurt could be genuinely distributed if you did not pay your motherfucking dividends rest in peace young man rest in peace my condolences go out to um, the mother of his children, if he had any, if he had any, and, and definitely to his parents, if they are still with us, um, that is something that I never want to experience is that kind of hurt and that kind of grief and that kind of pain. So people be safe out there. Please be safe out there. A lot of people, they want what you got, even if they don't want to work for it. Always remember that people want what you got, even if they haven't worked for it in these times. Where where I, it gets dark on my podcast, I try to I try to you know I try to fish up something to 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 to, to keep the light shining bright. So hopefully this might help somebody out somewhere. We do not care about that science experiment meat. Where is the snack wrap? Quit playing with me. Somebody sent me that video. Roy Jones, brother my Johnson, bad. put up. Roy Woods. Uh, what's your name? Snack Daddy. Call no man Daddy. Snack Gentleman. Snack Gentleman. Put up a video talking shit about the Mike Rig. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Brother Johnson. You know, he do his things. Big fan, you know. But you cross the line. Every year, that Mike Rib come back. And all you haters open your mouth talking trash about us. And we don't even be bothering y'all like that. We don't push our agenda on you. People love a Mike Rib. We get a Mike Rib and we go hide in the corner and eat that sandwich in the darkness so that we don't get ridiculed. We don't bother you like vegans. We don't bother you like them turkey bacon folk. We ain't trying to shove it down your mouth. Let me enjoy my penguin foot in peace, bruh. It's over the line. I don't know what the McRib is. That's why you should respect people who eat a microwave. We out here taking chances, bro. We are culinary daredevils. Microwave about to be gone. We about to lose a soldier. You talking about a snack wrap. Snack wrap had his chance. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Snack wrap gone. It ain't coming back. It's gone like McLobster, McPizza, and the Arch Deluxe. I got a lot of respect for you, Snack Gentlemen. So, um, you know, I'll say this respectfully on the, on the on the behalf of McRib America, on the behalf of McRibicans. Watch your mouth. McDonald's! Watch your motherfucker. <laughs> I know. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> that was uh, <coughs> the great uh, <coughs> Roy <coughs> Wood 
Jr. slash Roy Jones, Roy Wood <coughs> Jr. This thing of Roy Wood Jr. is a fool. Hey, every year he's right, though. Whatever the McRib comes out, people flock to it. They love that experimental meat sandwich. I don't know what's in the McRib. I don't think anybody knows what's in the McRib. Roy Wood said it might be a penguin's foot. Who's willing? I'd eat a penguin's foot. I've eaten shark before. I've eaten octopus. I've eaten a lot. I've, uh, yeah, I got. I've definitely eaten octopus. So, so yeah, uh, 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 yeah, I'd eat a penguin's foot. Yeah, shark. I've I've eaten quite a few. I've eaten alligator. Yeah, yeah, I'd eat a penguin's foot. I I don't understand what it is with 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 the McRib. Well, with any food for that matter. If as long as you tell people how fucked up it is. And then give them the opportunity. Is it really your fault or is it their fault that they choose to eat whatever the fuck it is that they eat? Just like I don't think all drugs should be legal, but I think some of them should. Some drugs should just be legal. Like, you know, certain drugs should be able to go ahead and be legal. And then you can see who the real fiends are. Because if they are legal, just like if all food is a, let's just say you could go down and buy you some cyanide, right? But you had to eat it right there. <laughs> I think everything could be legal with the law. But with with the McRib, why is it that people want to jump on their case? Because I don't give a fuck what you eat. If you want to eat deep fried or boiled toast on a on a hot dog roll with 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 South Carolina uh Carolinian uh, 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 mustard. That's your prerogative. I don't give a fuck. Why is everybody so concerned about the McRib? Why don't we come out with our own Mc? Oh, that's right. That's right. We ain't supposed to be eating pork. I don't know whose side I fall on on this shit. I used to love the McRib, but like I said, I don't know what's in it. But I would eat the McRib if it was a motherfucking penguin's foot. <laughs> that shit is funny. Niggas beefing over snacks. Now I think that that you know that that there is so much shit on the internet that it keeps us so occupied away from what it is that we could be doing, need to be doing, should be doing. Like me, right now. I probably shouldn't be recording this. I should probably be out in my garden because I am a fucking Garden hoe. I love to be in the fucking garden. But I also have a job and I have a family and I run a podcast and all this other shit. So you have to figure out a way to maintain your options, a way to maintain your screen time and all that other shit. I just got a text from my daughter. Fuck me up to turn this motherfucking phone over. But yeah, there is so much crazy shit going on in the world. Look for laughter. That's all I'm saying is look for fucking laughter. And I would be such of an asshole not to mention that they are still in full effect canceling Kanye West. Kanye West went from $6 billion net worth to four hundred. Million and that doesn't mean he's broke, but he's definitely, 
definitely not as motherfucking rich or wealthy. He's not as wealthy as, you know, he was before. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's sad. You know, and that's the thing about money that I want to, I kind of want to get the fuck out of here on is, is money and, and the influence of riches and wealth. It's, it's really wild. And then again, it's not really wild. It's, it's an observative thing once we hit a certain age in life. At least once I hit a certain age in life, I completely knew that what I believed or what I was taught earlier in my life by older people, it was true, was that, yes, money isn't everything. It is a thing. It is a big thing. But money, it isn't everything. Money is not what you think it may be. Money is not complete control of your existence. It is not ownership of everything. It is, you can touch it sometimes, but if you see all of those commas and all of those zeros and all of that other shit, you know, for, for someone to be able to come in there and, and, and take that away from you, does that really make you rich? Are you really rich because someone gave you some paper? I mean, and at the same time, they could shut off the flow of that paper. They could find a way to take that paper away from you. Are you really rich? Or are you internally rich? Are you soulfully rich? Are you a trustworthy person? Are, 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 can, people, can, can people lean on you in times of difficulty? Can people speak to you when they need to, to, to confide? Do you have those capabilities? Because don't those count as riches also? Isn't that some sort of wealth in, 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 in the exchange of humanity to, to, to be a trustworthy person, to be a truth-speaking individual, to be a compassionate person? Isn't those, aren't those the things that are of high value in society but are never actually paid for? Isn't that something that should be valued also? Because you could have a billion dollars and be a fucking idiot prick. And a bunch of people would say, yeah, I would be that idiot prick. Just give me a billion dollars. But then you would be a lonely billionaire with no one who wouldn't even want to fuck with you. And and your doctors would probably want you to die and They would want your money to be recycled. So I I try to understand. I try to understand why does it take so long in our life for us to get to this positioning of a thought process that all the money in the world, it does not equal good health. It does not equal good company. And it sure in the fuck does not equate to a good life because I know a lot of people who live on very moderate salaries and are very, very happy with their lives, very, very fulfilled with their existences and always smile even in the worst of circumstances. And to me, those are the wealthiest people. Those are the people who shine the brightest when things seem so dim 
in a world full of hatred. And for me, those are always the individuals that I like to sit and listen and, 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 and conversate with because they're more grounded with what's going on on this earth <laughs> instead of what's actually floating above us in the cloud. And, and I mean, you know, I, I, I ain't nobody. And truthfully, I, I don't know shit. All I know is that the more and the more that I am around so many people, I not only have convinced myself that these people have convinced themselves that someone else has told them that they're in this trap. And I watch this thing go on where, oh, he's trapped. And then I think to myself, oh, well, I'm trapped because I think that this person's trapped because they do it shit that we used to do in the trap. And at the same time, I already know at the end where you're going to end up is in a trap, a box or in a cage, a trap. I'm so glad that I didn't get stuck in those motherfucking traps. And I just try to talk people into a pattern of thinking instead instead of a pattern of just reacting because reactions, you know, they're natural. But if you start to think more, wouldn't that be a reaction too? Because if you don't, like I always say, if, you know, someone tells you you're stuck in a trap and then the next thing you know, you tell yourself you're stuck in the trap, you start thinking that you're stuck in the trap and then you start singing that you stuck in the trap and shit like this happens. I'm stuck in the trap. I'm stuck in the trap. I'm stuck in the trap. But you ain't gotta be stuck, stuck nowhere for long trap. though, man. Get your motherfucking ass on up. That's right. Get up. I'm stuck in the trap. I'm stuck in the trap, baby. Y'all know what time it is. You got to get the fuck on up out here. That's right. I'm talking to you. Stop what you're doing. Stop. Walk out the door. Don't look back. Don't say nothing to nobody. Don't check in with your wife. Don't check in with your boss. Don't say nothing to your friends. If you're playing basketball and you're listening to this shit in your AirPod, just walk off the court. Get the fuck up and Don't leave. Do some shit like Don't that. Get the fuck out of the spot. I'm just fucking around. This is Justice, and this is another Justice and the Peace podcast production. All episodes are recorded in one take. All shot, produced, content provided by me, Justice, Mr. Peace. If you like what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Share this shit, bitch. Do something. I don't know. I don't expect much, though. But you do have to get the fuck out of here. I hope the dough hit you with a good loss with This is another entry of the Justice and the Peace podcasts. I hope everyone, um... You know, has a great day. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, man. That's all I got for you rotten motherfuckers. Have a good day and, you know, 
Wash your fucking hands, all right? You, I mean, wash your hands. <laughs> Grandson, this is very, very, very true. Okay. Fuck it. I'm fucking done. Don't say that. Peace. Broadcast.